11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest is today is Sean Johnson. Sean, how's it going? It's going well, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so let's uh, go back in time a little bit. How did you get involved in soccer? Yeah, man, taking it way back. <laughs> I was, you know, ever since I could walk, I was pretty much kicking a ball. Um, my my dad uh, is from Jamaica. My family background, um, you know, all of my family is from Jamaica. I'm, I'm the, the first one born in the States, so I grew up watching my dad. Um, when I was visiting back in Jamaica, that's pretty much the only sport that I that I really had, um, you know, close to my family ties. So, um, you know, got involved watching watching him play in the Sunday League, um, Sunday Caribbean League, and then asked him if I could kick a ball around, and, and that's when, that's really when it all started. Gotcha. And were you always a goalie? No, nah, funny, funny question. <laughs> um, actually, I was... I played just about every position on the field, um, and goalkeeper was the, the last one that I tried out. Started off as a, a midfielder, um, center mid, center back, uh, moved up to striker, and then, you know, I think we were in Jamaica, uh, coincidentally, I think I was 12 years old, and my club team at the time had a trip, uh, ended up, our goalkeeper went down, and we needed somebody to fill in, and it was raining, it was muddy, the field wasn't the best. And I just said, you know what? You know, I'll try. You know, whatever. No, no problem at all. Hopped in there, was sloshing around, and just had a fun time doing. It. I was like, I could kind of get used to this. And you know, told my parents I wanted to get serious about it, and they they supported me and everything I've done since I was younger. So um, then the rest, the rest of history just kind of took off from there. Yeah, it's crazy how some stuff just works out, right? Yeah, man, it's wild. The uh, you know, the soccer world in particular is a pretty pretty crazy place and you know you never know what may happen but you know from the time that you're you know kicking a ball around until you know you become a professional um it's funny how things work out yeah and i always like asking people this question like what was your recruiting process like for college yeah the college recruiting process for me was actually uh pretty pretty unique uh, most of my friends signed pretty early or committed early and i was a pretty late um, addition to my college team. So I actually committed to, I think, Furman at first. And then, I'm mean, actually sorry, committed to Central Florida at first. Um, then the coach that I was going to play under left. So I think under the NCAA rules, under a commitment, if that head coach were to leave, you're free to, I think, speak to other institutions. Mm-hmm. So then it came down in between Furman and Central Florida. And, um, you know, Central Florida is just the right fit for me. Furman was also a great school. Um, but my senior year, I had a college showcase. I remember um, I was playing basketball, high school.
school basketball at the time. I skipped this college basketball tournament uh, to go to this college showcase in the winter of 2000, maybe 2006 going to 2007, and uh, was seen there and offered a, a scholarship and committed, you know, in January. So it was it was a it was a late a late process for me, but. Um, you know, something I wasn't too aware of to start, um, as most of the other guys around me were. Yeah. And now that you mentioned you skipped like basketball tournament, was there, was that like a point where you, you like knew or like wanted to go, uh, play professional soccer? Yeah, that was it. That was, that was a turning point, honestly. Um, because I played both sports in high school Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it was up to me to decide which one I wanted to do full time. And my heart was with soccer and you know that's where I, you know, that was my passion. And you know, at that point, I got back from the soccer tournament, and the coach, the basketball coach, said I could no longer play on the basketball team because <laughs> I had missed a tournament. But that's just one of the uh, you know the small sacrifices I had to make to to ensure that I was doing the the necessary things for myself and my family um, to get where I needed to be in my career. Yeah, definitely. And I know you were only at UCF a uh, short time, but what was your experience like there? Yeah, my experience at UCF was great. Um, you know, I played under uh, a guy by the name uh, Brian Cunningham. Uh, you know, I had great goalkeeper coaches as well. Um, Paul Nagy was there to start, then Jim Cofer. You know, we had a solid group of guys. Our first year wasn't the best, but um, we improved our second year, which is my last. I only played two seasons at Central Florida. Um, but in general, it was a great experience. The college was great. The environment was was awesome. Uh, the facilities were were second to none, so I can't complain about my time at Central Florida at all. And then the year before the draft, you were you were not in college because I saw you played USO. Correct. So I actually played with a team called the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. So that was in Atlanta. That was a PDL team. So that oh, was yeah. uh, you know a team from team team of guys coming back from college to join together in the summer and play in a competitive league before going back. Um, so that was that was great, uh, just a way to, to stay sharp. But that whole year before getting signed um, or getting drafted uh, as well, I, I was with the under twenty team. So I basically, you know, bet on myself from an early age that you know I would as soon as I got my foot in the door with the under twenty that I'd make the qualifications team, do do what I could to help us qualify, and then put all my eggs in the basket that we would, you know, uh, qualify for the under twenty World Cup, which we did. But it still wasn't a guarantee that I was a pick to go. And then, um, you know, as the process went along, uh, I you know, cemented myself in that group, which opened opened up doors and gave me an opportunity to uh, to be showcased for uh, Major League Soccer and, and other teams around the world. And ended up signing with uh, Major League Soccer in October of 2008, I believe. Generation Adidas. So the 2009 year, you weren't eligible for the draft because you were playing for the USA team? Oh, so 2000, the start of 2008 was when we started the qualification process oh, okay. for the under-20 World Cup. So I guess you're, you're eligible at any time to sign. I, I was just unattached. I didn't um, yeah, you know, officially leave school until I decided to, um, until I decided to sign. Gotcha. Yeah, no. When, yeah, when I was doing my research on you, that's why I was like confused. I was like, "What was he doing during 2009?" Like, because it says like 2000. Because like, it says you left Central Florida 2008, right? Correct. 
So I left I left Central Florida in uh, 2008. That was my last official year there. So I was just basically I had taken a semester yeah. semester off. Um, yeah, to, to play with me in the twenties. I got you. And then um, for the draft process, what was that like? And did you did you know where you're going to go? Did you, how like how many teams did you talk to? Stuff like that. Yeah, actually, um, I I just trained at a, a few teams. I think I trained at Colorado, trained at New England. You know, went all around the world on you know, um, basically just training. Um, just to so this, is, this is after the summer that I left Central. So I basically decided that I was leaving after the first semester, two thousand eight, and then that's when I you know trained with New England after the Under Twenty World Cup, uh, which was in August, I believe training with New England, training with Colorado, um, and then end up, uh, you know, getting some exposure from the under 20 world cup as well. And, uh, ended up signing shortly after. Yeah. So what was it like, uh, your first MLS game ever? Yeah. So there's two separate experiences. Actually, my first proper MLS game was New York Red Bull arena away. That was, you know, that was my first game. I was on the I was on the bench for that one. And my first, I, I debuted my first season. So my rookie season, I debuted in August against the LA Galaxy away. So that was a pretty unique experience because I, played, I was playing against you know, David Beckham, Landon Donovan, mm-hmm. you know, Edson Bubble at the time, uh, actually Greg Berhalter. Um, so there was there's quite a quite a bit of you know quite a bit surrounding that game, and it was a pretty important one for us. And you know, ended up winning my first yeah for sure and i know now you're a 10-year veteran you played for the chicago fire for seven years you've been on nycfc for the last three and like what could you say like your whole experience so far with the mls yeah so mls has been uh it's been it's been a learning process it's been um it's been a good experience you know i've had you know good years in terms of you know um Teams and you know how a team's team success. Um, you know, I've had you know you, you have ups and downs throughout career. You have years where you know things aren't as great on the soccer field in terms of the results you're getting or um, whatever the situation may be, whether it's personal as well. So, um, but yeah, it's been it's been great, man. Um, just basically learning the league inside out. The league's gotten better and better over the years. The quality of player, um, you know, the quality of facility. Um, you know. All those things have tied into making it a really enjoyable place to play. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players? Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can with Be Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Yeah, I know... Um you have you have a hundred wins as a goalkeeper now. Is that like accomplishment to you? Yeah, it's definitely an accomplishment, man. Um, you know, winning is winning is a feeling that will never get old, and um, you know, doing it with with guys who who have the same drive, uh, it, it helps helps you to get up every day, come into work, and and really enjoy it. You know, and and ever since I've been at New York City, it's a club that's all about winning. It's a club that's all about the you know, the mentality going in, the expectations are always high. So, so having that is, uh, is great. And it's been, it's been really, 
<laughs> as I've transitioned into um, into the New York City club. Yeah, what's it like playing at Yankee Stadium? Yankee Stadium is unique, man. It's uh, it's a it's a different feel different feel than most stadiums, obviously. But we've we've gotten you know we've gotten acclimated to it. It's our home. You know, we're we're hoping you know in the next few years we'll we'll have you know another another stadium, a soccer specific stadium to call home. But you know, for now we've taken taken advantage of it. We've we've made it a fortress and made it you know very difficult to play us there, which I think is important um, to maintain in this league. Uh, home games are extremely important, so uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, teams I feel like teams don't want to come uh, come to Yankee Stadium and play us there. It's a very very tough place to play. Mm-hmm. And then going, uh, I know you touched on it a little uh, playing for the U.S. team. Uh, what's what's that experience been like? I know you're on some of the Gold Cup teams that won in uh, 2013 and 2017. Yeah, so the experience has been great for me. Um, you know. Fun fact, not many people know, I think I've been a part of the national team now every year since my rookie year. So 2011 was my first cap against Chile at StubHub. And then ever since, you know, I've been a part of the national team program under Bob Bradley, Bruce Arena, Jurgen Klinsmann, and now um, now Greg Berhalter. So uh, it's been been an accomplishment for me across you know, my career to be a part of the program uh, my entire career. And obviously want to look to keep pushing and, um, you know, being 30 years old now and, you know, in a position where, you know, there's a fresh cycle, you know, we have a lot to accomplish as a country and, you know, I want to do, do my part to help us, to help us do that. And, uh, you know, I've gotten a few opportunities so far, um, you know, which, which has been great. Um, and want to keep building on that. And I think we're, we're in a good place, uh, as a national team and looking forward to what this year holds as well. Yeah. You, um, is one of your goals to make it to the 2022 team for a world cup? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's a career goal, man. Uh, 2022 world cup is, is obviously, uh, that's, that's at the top of the list for me in terms of things that I haven't achieved so far, you know, uh, want to, want to win a championship, obviously want to win the most cup. I want to, you know, uh, win, win champions league. I want to, hopefully, you know, go to a World Cup and advance and you know, potentially win a World Cup. So it's not thing out of the question. Um, it's just in a matter of mindset and making sure that you do all the things necessary to put yourself in the best position to succeed and and, uh, and get there. Yeah, what's your, uh, what's, your, what's your take on the Olympics? I believe it's like uh, only the U23 team, and then you, I think they get like a couple guys that are older than that. Like you think it should just be yeah, so the- any age? I think so. I think so. But it's been it's been structured so that it's almost like a you know an, an identification of talent. Still, you know, it's still an opportunity for some younger guys to get some eyes on them and potentially launch their careers. But you know, obviously, the Olympics is is a big moment for anybody. Um, you know, talk about like you know the pinnacle of sports in general. Um, that's that's where you want to showcase your talent. That's where you want to be deemed as the best in the world. And obviously, we have the World Cup as well. But um, the Olympics are pretty special pretty special place and um but the structure's been that way for a while you know so i can't really can't really complain about it it, it is what it is and yeah. um and hopefully our 2023s do really well in the upcoming qualification process um they have a, they have a good talented squad so i'm i'm pretty confident they'll do well all right you ready for some quincy questions they they go deep yeah man let's do it <laughs> let's do it let's... man quincy 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 has all all the all the questions. I'm ready for uh, <laughs> ready for the garage. Let's do it. 
All right, what's the most important quality or skill that you feel has been the largest contribution to your success as a pro player? The largest contribution um, or skill, I would say, is just having a strong strong mentality and strong mindset mm-hmm. and not wavering from that um, and bringing, bringing that to the table day in and day out. I think, you know, you talk about a lot of things are – uh, a lot of things can change, you know, over the course of a career. Um, but the one thing that you control always is your mindset. And I think that's something that, you know, you can, you can bring to a group of people um, and you can, you can help uh, spread that mentality and make those around you stronger. Um, and, you know, for me, the important thing is, you know, whoever, you know, I step on the field with, you want to know that they're going to go to battle and, and they're, no matter what happens over the course of 90 minutes, over the course of the season, Yeah, definitely. What's the biggest mistake you think most pro players are making? The biggest mistake? Um, I think the biggest mistake is not understanding that at the end of the day that, you know, what we do is, is a business. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of decisions are made, you know, in, in good faith, which is, which is all good and well. Um, but you always have to remember the business aspect of it. And, you know, a lot of surprises come up to players um, over, over the years. But the reality is, is it's, you know, a lot of times well in, well in line with, you know, whatever type of business, you know, a club's doing, a league's doing, you know, it may not necessarily be here, but just always being conscious of that um, and, and making the most out of your situation while you can because it's a, it's a finite, um, finite career that we have. Yeah, definitely. And what advice would you give to a young player trying to make the MLS or a pro league? What advice would I give? My biggest advice to a young player um, would be, first and foremost, if there's going to come a time where you're going to have to bet on yourself. Um, and, you know, obviously you have to put the work in, um, you know, whether it's training, whether it's all the work off the field, um, you know, nutrition, all those things are, are, are given. And at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision whether it's to sign for this team, whether it's to sign with that team, whether it's to sign this many years versus this many years. And you have to be confident in your ability. Um, and I think there will come a point in every player's career where, you know, like for me, it was the decision, you know, to, to forego a semester in school to pursue my professional career. Um, and, you know, not everybody would agree with that decision. And, you know, some people told me it was the wrong thing to do. And, Everybody's always going to have an opinion, but it's important to stay true to yourself and then always, always bet on yourself and, and know that, you know, know what you're capable of. Yeah, definitely love that. Bet on yourself for sure. Uh, these, are these next two ones are still Quincy questions and most people are kind of like stumped on them, but I'm going to ask them anyways. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is something uh, that most people think is true that you believe isn't? Well, it's one All right. 
what what's something that you would move forward with if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well? What's something I would move forward with if I wasn't scared of the the downside? Um, I think if I wasn't scared of the downside, I would actually skydive. All right. That's something that's completely random, <laughs> something I've thought about. It's something that I just haven't brought myself to do. Are you afraid of heights? Um, I'm not afraid of heights. I, 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 would, I would say that I would, I would bungee jump over water, but not over land, and I wouldn't skydive. So those are some things that I wouldn't do. Um, someone's like, well, you go up in an airplane, but <laughs> yeah, but you're inside of an airplane, not outside of an airplane. So those are my... That's my one thing that I haven't really brought myself to do. All right. You ready for some fun off-the-pitch questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Who's one player in in any league that you'd want to exchange jerseys with? One player in any league that I'd want to exchange jerseys with. Um, for me, it's a tough one. I think it would have to be... It would have to be probably a David De Gea of the world, you know. Like no matter what, I think he's you know one of the best, if not the best, goalkeeper in the world. Um, and he's somebody that you know I, res- I respect his game. And you know, some people, you know, you see, you see their mindset, and uh, you know, he's been through a lot as well in his career. And I would just love to you know, at least just shake his hand, get to meet him, and um, and swap jerseys. What's your goals for 2020? My goals for 2020? Um, I have a really simple goal every every year, and that's to improve on the year before, um, to be better than I was the year before on, a, on and off the field. Keep it keep it something that you can control. Um, you know, can be a, you can be a, always be a better leader. You can always be um, a better teammate. You can always be, you know, you can always be more, you know, regimented in what you're doing. So I, I think just, my goals are always things that I can control. Mm-hmm. May may be a little bit different for for some people, but um, that way there's no there's only myself to hold accountable if, uh, if I don't achieve those. Yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that one. And uh, what do you like to do in your downtime? Yeah, downtime. That's a that's a really good one. Um, so you st- FIFA is a big one. Um, you know, anybody who wants to see me on the sticks, including <laughs> Quincy. Um, we've had we've had some all out battles. I remember myself, Quincy, uh, Alec Khan, who plays in Atlanta, Russell Bow, who was in Chicago. Now I used to play in Chicago. We always used to have some epic FIFA battles. So that's that's one of them. Um, Fishing is another big one. Um, you know, cars are also my hobby. So I love watching car races. Um, love being around the track. Um, so those are those are some of the things that I love doing in my spare time. You an Xbox guy or PlayStation guy? I'm an Xbox guy. I've been an Xbox guy since since the PlayStation 2 days. So yeah, as soon yeah. as I got done with the PlayStation 2 and regular Xbox was my next uh, next move and then climb the Xbox ladder after that. For sure. Uh, last one. Uh, if you weren't a pro soccer player, what do you think you'd be doing? If I wasn't a pro soccer player, I think I'd probably be in the finance world. Um, that's That was kind of what my, my major, you know, I was I was uh, I think I was a business major, um, undecided, but I was going to go in the direction of finance, and that's kind of 
what I have a, a passion for, um, kind of learning about, you know, our economy, how it all works and, you know, obviously how to continue to, um, to grow your net worth and, um, maintain that for, for future generations as well. So that's, uh, that's what I'd be doing. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, um, could you let the people know where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, at Sean John GK, that's S-E-A-N-J-O-H-N-G-K for goalkeeper. Um, that's on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And then also have a fan page, uh, just Sean Johnson on Facebook, if you want to follow me there too. So I um, look forward to, to all the new fans. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in and, and hopefully see you guys at some of the games this year. Yeah, once again, I appreciate it and good luck uh, 2020 season. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.